1: This episode of Knee is brought to you by our bannermen, Lord Jason of House Ross, Sir Jimmy of House Nuts, Master of the Web, Lady Dawn of House Wright, Sir Chris of House Farber, Lady Tracy of House Faw, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys and Lady of Jameson, Lord Brett of House Fry, Lady Juliana of House Stradley, Sir David of House Fraser, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry, Lady Madeline of House Fritzel.
0: This episode of Bend the Knee is protected by Lady Amanda of House Richardson, Sir Ryan of House Terbush, Lord Robert the Unfrozen of House Butler, Lord Paramount of Skagos Island, Lady Sarah the Unraveler.
1: Our current champion is Lady
0: Kira of House Arnold. Our current master of coin is Lord Jason of House Ross. <music> Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of
1: Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today we are into Tyrion Nine of A Clash of Kings. And in our maester study, we will be discussing King Viserys Targaryen, Part 2. As so many things are
0: happening right now, guys, we are doing a 100 percent overhaul of our uh the knee youtube really appreciate it. you guys have been commenting a lot over there um you'll notice if you go over there things are looking a lot different um kind of streamlining stuff making stuff a lot easier uh for you guys over there as well if you guys want to go back find old theories stuff that we've talked about um, cause you know, sometimes there's a lot of stuff that's buried, uh, in like episodes, yep. like some of those old fallout Friday episodes had some amazing theories in it, but you know, it's like, well, it gets kind of lost. So we're really spending a lot of time going back doing all that. We just recorded a Patreon episode, mm-hmm. um, that will be coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, Maybe another Zoom Hangout's coming out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude. you got to yeah. be in that banner. You got to be in that Bannerman tier to to, to find out. So, oh, yeah. so stay tuned. So for those of you guys who have that, uh, who have who have that tier in Patreon, you might be expecting a message soon. So let's just say, uh let's, Yeah. Say, yes. Let's 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 go there as well. So, um, yeah. That's holding oh, a secret th- council just
1: so folks, if you didn't I catch that, that it, he's holding a secret, secret council.
0: Just just so <laughs> you know, you know, uh. May want it. you guys, maybe want you guys in on a, on on the holiday episode. So mm-hmm. stay tuned mm-hmm. for, for yes. that. We did, remember, we've done big theor- big theories on the holidays. So uh, mm-hmm. we got one. We let's just say, you know, we'll, we'll something in happens. the works. So yeah, something in, something in the works. Yeah. So um, we're also talking about the idea of uh, we did this over on our Star Wars channel, and it's a lot of fun actually going through because it. I think a lot of it's, a lot of people it's easy just to kind of respond right there on YouTube, mm-hmm. on like theories and stuff like that, and so. Uh, we did kind of a i guess kind of a mailbag if you want to call it where we go through and we just kind of uh say hey okay boom everyone's doing this and this and this and it's kind of like follow-up friday to be honest so pe- some people ask questions stuff like that and so yeah you, we can kind of rapid fire through them so uh i think we're going to start doing the same thing here um i just have to come up with a cool name for it I haven't, haven't haven't gotten that yet but um same thing so maybe a follow-up friday type episode coming uh shortly uh as as well every now and yeah.
1: then so so we'll see yeah i mean i think the thing is like we've realized on the youtube page there's so many good comments and what what i really like is to get the full experience you come here for the podcast but some people just want to hear about lady stoneheart i hate to say it but right. they just want to hear about lady stoneheart i get it i'm one of those people uh or they want to hear about lady weber or they want to hear about some of these other really cool Ravens that we've gotten from our Bannermen. I mean, we have one that actually, uh, I'm that we're sitting on. That's epic. Another one that someone sent in Uh, shout out to lady, Sarah, you know, for mm-hmm. sending in some really like legit stuff. And it just kind of blows me away. Uh, the, the time and effort people are willing to put into these and send to us. So we want to feature those more. Um, they're in the podcast, but like Matt said, they're kind of buried at the end. You wouldn't even know that they're there. So we want to mm-hmm. pull those out and highlight those on our YouTube channel because they deserve to be and it's, people want to go back and find them and listen to them again or hear that theory. Cause we read it, you know, we don't always get right. do a chance to post the verbiage with it. So.
0: Right. And, and, and as well, um, we're going to be kind of breaking down, it's kind of a massive overtaking undertaking, to be honest, but um, we're going to be, you know, early on, we did a world of ice and fire and the main and the main chapter, and then we did fire and blood and the main chapter. And so we're actually going to be separating those Um, So if you and then putting them in a playlist so for those of you guys because some people some people are, are like hey you know, some people like in the beginning where we chat and hang out. Some people yeah. are like, "Hey, I'm just gonna hear for the content." Um, you know, and some people want just the theories, or maybe you just want World of Ice and Fire. You want to go back and just listen to that. But you know, sometimes you have to download a full episode. You're like, "I don't need the full episode." I got then I got to yeah. sift through like 20 minutes to find it. So, um, all that is gonna be on YouTube. It's it'll be a lot easier to find for anybody that wants to go back. And listen to like a specific thing, like maybe you're maybe somebody we get a lot of people who work on theories and you're like, I need you know, I need this. I need like this one thing that happens to be in this one chapter. Um, Okay, well, now it's going to be easier. Uh, It's going to be easier to find. It's all going to be in playlists. It's going to make a lot of sense. Um, Right now, it's it's it looks it looks kind of like kind of like a mess, but it's 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 being organized and updated. Oh, yeah. Updated. And there's probably going to be. Well, there is going to be roughly about 300 episodes uploaded to YouTube in about the next like two months. So,
1: yeah, yeah, it's going to look like a massive. It's it's going to it's going to look it's going to
0: look massive. But a lot of that is old content. We're just putting it up there. It's going to be organized and and playlist. It'll make it it'll make it a lot easier for people where they're like, hey, I don't you know, I don't have to go dig through
1: some of this stuff. Can I say yeah. it's, it's kind of like an index. I mean, it really is like, you think mm-hmm. of, uh, cause I have what a couple of years, we've been doing this podcast plus a couple of years plus, yeah. And it's like, uh, we almost need to index what we've done so far because we've done so much, you know, work and, and stuff. And we're going to come back to those things. We're going to come back to fire and blood and a world of ice and fire and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, we know people who show up and find, find the podcast today or found it over the holiday have messaged us and said, Hey, have you guys ever covered fire and blood? And it's like, well, they wouldn't know that we've done mm-hmm. that because it's, two years ago so right. or whatever yeah
0: yeah and and as well you know going forward i mean um you know something that i there's a lot of there's a lot of really good theories and i was doing this for a little bit uh this summer um there's people sent in a lot of good theories that worked outside of like say season eight because a lot of that stuff we were ramping up towards season eight so a lot of um, but there's a lot of people who have sent book theories and you know some of you guys type out these amazing theories and we say it we say it once you know you can put your Twitter handle in there if you kind of want, yes. like your 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 you know your name your name pushed out there. I mean, you're sending us these massive theories, so so feel free to do that. Especially because now some of these videos on YouTube, as our YouTube is growing, are getting like thousands of views. So I mean, if you're somebody who's typing out this major theory, you know, and yeah. you want to be known as more than just like you know Lord Adam or or you know Lady say yeah. you know whatever, um, feel free to do that, and we will will absolutely say that because you guys are a lot of work on, on on these and and stuff like that. And again, they don't have to be. You can literally ask us a question, uh, you know, you oh, know Sir I Ryan know. the other day, it's just a simple question. Could Brienne have saved Renly? Great question. It can literally be something
1: you know, and we something. went down like we went. I was like, "Holy smokes!" And we went on that for right. for for a while. So one single question, yeah, it know, does not have to know. be.
0: It does not have to be a manifesto, three page essay, you know, ten page no. essay, you know, whatever. It can literally be a question, like you know, any even if it's something that you like forgot about or, you know, like what happens to Ned Stark's bones? Great question. Yeah. Well, right. one yeah, thing yeah. happens in the show, another thing happens in the books. Great right. question. So feel free to send us any of that kind of stuff, and. Um, Especially now that As and I are on, we're doing video versions of these things, it will not only be answered on the podcast, it'll also be kind of turned into a standalone YouTube video, which is cool. And you know, we will we can easily throw your guys' Twitter or whatever a link right. to that in the YouTube description. So we really appreciate it when you guys uh, send us stuff, and we want to. Make sure, hey, you guys are getting the recognition that you deserve, too. Because we're Absolutely. all in this together.
1: Let's go. Just
0: like COVID. Okay? We're all wow. in it together. We're all fighting it. I mean, we really we're are. Wear a mask.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. The holidays. See, hey, by the way. <laughs> hey, the holidays, right? I mean, talk about a different time. We did the holiday episode. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll transition into, into our, our little council session here, which is, Matt, how are you doing? How How was your holiday? <sighs> it was good.
0: <sighs> oh, man. Well, let me, uh, it's, it's, I don't, I don't want to get, there's, you know, it's not really, it's not my family, so I don't, it's, but there, oh, there I was a little, okay. there, was, there was a little, there was a little bit of drama, you know, and so, and it. yeah, but, um,
1: well, that's whatever. news to it me. Is. I didn't, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it, did, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really, it, it doesn't really bother me. Isn't that the spirit of the holidays though, to have a little family drama, you know what I mean? Isn't yeah. It, it's, not have... fa- it's not my family,
0: it's not, it's not my family drama, so it doesn't, I mean, yeah. but, but it was small, uh, a couple people. Yeah. Um, and then and 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 that and that was fine. Mostly just hung out and watched uh, a terrible football game between Washington and Dallas. And so, yeah, no you know, both teams, both of those teams are off awful. Uh, I mean, they're they're terrible. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, Bad. Bad. I think Washington is leading the division with four wins. Meanwhile, my Pittsburgh Steelers are 10 and 0 so uh they're, it's nuts. They're, they, and they're they,
1: leading uh, the division with the losing record they're leading, they're, lead,
0: they're leading a division but hey a lot of football games are being canceled right now uh, which yeah. is unfortunate um nba is coming back soon so i'm excited for that uh wow star wars is is hopping right now it's awesome yeah uh, yeah as and i have been working a lot on that it's mandalorian is 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 is, is, is amazing Um, just got HBO max checking that out. I know Game of Thrones is on there. So that's, so that's, that's pretty cool. And then eventually house of the dragon will, will, will be on there. So, uh, scoping that out. I am getting the urge and I don't know how I want to do it, but I am getting the urge to do a Game of Thrones rewatch. I feel like I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I could feel like I could, I could rewatch the show.
1: Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I think people would be probably be down. It would probably be yeah, down
0: yeah. And, and I obviously want to involve people. And you know, before we were talking about if we did it, do we like have a sign up sheet? And that's like, well, I that's like seventy some episodes. That's it's just too much to try and coordinate with people, and then they can't make. You oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, yeah, like a lot. I don't know how I'm. I don't. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit on it for a bit, and I'm sure I will. I will. I'll. I'll I'll, I'll figure it out, but I want it to be casual and chill and, and figure out a way to get, get people involved. So I
1: like that. I, li- I like the, yeah, I, I, it's been a while, wa- you know, I'm, I'm more of a, and it's always, you know, been this way. Matt really knows a lot about the show and I uh, really, really loves it. And I do too. I just don't watch it as often. I watch it once. and I'm kind of good. So I, 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 definitely need a, a, mm-hmm. uh, a rewatch. So right, I mean, it's, it's cool. I'd, I'd be down. So, all right. Well, here we go. I mean, how I, you, I mean, how you doing? I just figured you're going to, oh, you're going to, yeah. Oh me. Oh, Oh dude. No, you know, here's the thing as just, um, I'm just, I'm good, man. I've been walking out of my apartment and I walk to my car and I just nod my head and I think to myself, I am Obi-Wan Kenobi and I am <laughs> Adobe. <laughs> I, I call as Adobe one Kenobi. Adobe. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause of Adobe premiere, Adobe one Kenobi. Um, no, like we've been watching the Mandalorian, which has been great. Uh, Hyperspace Hangout. If you're into Star Wars, please come over and chat with me about Star Wars. I would love to talk to you guys about that. Um, we just never, we just don't stop, man. I, I love making content. I love making YouTube videos and podcasts, and I love talking to our friends. Um, had some great messages from Matthew Perry. Got to hit that guy up for some Star Wars chat. He's someone who you know is a get, uh, He's one of our Bannermen here. Uh, you know, on this show, you know, and he's really into it. Um, <coughs> we got Sir Jimmy also i'm trying to get him into the 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 book series he wanted to read he was like if i had to read something and i i said thrawn and boom he's off reading thrawn and we get you know some cool references there i don't want to spoil anything for anybody who wants to go watch the mandalorian but yeah i'm doing great and i'm just sort of like it's it's just a weird time again i keep saying it 2020 is such a weird year and i've kind of just decided that i'm gonna keep podcasting i'm gonna keep reading my book series i'm gonna keep adding to my collection of things uh uh, some folks will know from hyperspace hangout that I have a miniature obsession with, uh, legends books and I've been collecting, I went and found some more first edition, uh, hardback, uh, books, which has been great. I almost the other day, Matt, I was in, uh, uh, there's a, the Barnes and Noble near me has a, it's almost like that trending kind of section, popular stuff. And they had a bunch of, um, bookends like Game of Thrones bookends from the show was really freaking sick. I almost got one of those and a dragon egg, but I was like, ah, you know, 80 bucks later and I'd already spent, I don't want to say how much money. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, it's just, that's really what I do. I'm just, I'm still getting all that stuff um, gathered up working on the collection. I've got some of the studio kind of um, functioning, kind of functioning. I'm still trying to get different things that, that I want for, my little downstairs studio and it's not done yet. I've just been throwing stuff on shelves and moving things around, but I'm excited to kind of keep doing all this and, and yeah, you know, so yeah, that's really, that's really go. it. That's all I can do. Like I can't go out and hang out with people. I mean, I'm trying to avoid all this craziness just like everyone else. It's just been, it's weird. Uh, thankfully we, we do stuff on zoom, you know, cause I have yes. another, uh, podcasting project where I, I work with my good buddy lane and you know, we're looking at, you know, face-to-face stuff, maybe not doing some of that. It's, COVID is, is definitely disrupting a lot of, I mean, everyone's plans. You just, you, I feel like you can't plan ahead. You can't plan anything. Um, So I'm like, all right, well, Matt and I can plan. We can sit down together on zoom and just keep going. So yeah. that's what I've been up to. So. Okay. Well, all right, man, let's, uh, we
0: have a, let, as let's move into our master study. Uh, so we did. Uh, we did this. Um, we're doing a three-part series here on Viserys Targaryen as we get ready for House of the Dragon. Uh, and so, just kind of like, who is he? What is uh, you know what's he, what's he about? Um, he's going to be one of the. He is the first person cast in in, in the series we know we know so far. And um, obviously, it's his relationship with Daemon Targaryen that really is kind of the early focus of what becomes the Dance of Dragons. The split between the Targaryens, the Blacks, and the Greens, um, and you know the, what ensues is the bloodiest, you know, about civil war uh, in 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 the history until uh, yeah. so maybe the War of the Five Kings or Robert's Rebellion. I don't know. Uh, they're all yeah. pretty bloody. This one, I think, is this one is honestly feels the most like backstabbing and oh and, yeah. and 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 pretty brutal just because of the use of dragons.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think uh, Sir Matthew Perry kind of said in his uh, Raven to us initially, "Dragons, dragons, and more dragons." Right. That's the the thing with this is we're it's going to be another level. Something that is um, uh, well, it's going to make it cool. I think it's going to make it really neat for folks to go back and see what this was like. More Targaryens, uh, maybe an extra element of magic, and then dragons. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. You know, in our first part, we talked about Viserys Targaryen just becoming. Uh, king after the old king, um, who didn't have any really, you know, his sons had died, and it was either going to go to his granddaughter or grandson. And you had the mm-hmm. council of, of 101 AC, and Viserys is picked. He's picked to be, you know, um, king. The, the council decided, and you kind of set this precedent that a male heir is going to, um, that needs to be a male. I mean, they, they basically it, they didn't directly say that, but I mean, because they chose Viserys, um, over Um Lena Velaryon, that's, that's sort of the precedent that they set. And so here we go. Now, we talked in, the, in part one about his first marriage and just what happened there, Rhaenyra Targaryen being born um, and then his wife passing away and childbirth to another son, the mocking that his brother uh, made in the streets, which was dangerous, dumb, dangerous move by his brother because his brother, Daemon Targaryen, is very power hungry and wants to just... Uh, he he would love to be um, next in line. I mean, he, he kind of is that power hungry, even though it's like his brother, but he's kind of almost hoping his brother doesn't have an heir, which is wild. So uh, Viserys, though, before he gets married, before he goes into his second marriage, which is what we're going to talk about today, he names Ranira Targaryen his heir. And um, everyone kind of swears and agrees and says yes and and they just recognize her as his replacement. Now, I think some people thought once he, because he, he tried to have a son, did not work. Um, he's younger, and so at the urging of his um, counselors, he does get married a second time. He gets married to Allison Hightower. Again, I think Sir Otto Hightower probably had a lot to do with that. The Hightowers are uh, political schemers. They're, they're The Hightowers are in and or around a lot of power, and... Um, they have an interesting history. We we could go into Hightower lore uh, and and really dive more into that. But but yeah, they're in this, and Allison Hightower is his um, his new eighteen year old you know bride, um, and she does give him children, Sir Matt. She gives him several, and gives him a son as well. And so the big takeaway from from this second marriage is that he has a son, Aegon, and but Aegon is the second born. Right, so Rhaenyra would be your firstborn, and but then he's the firstborn son. He's already said that his daughter Rhaenyra from his first marriage is going to take his place. Is next up, and honestly, um, Sir Otto Hightower, his grandson now would be Aegon because his daughter Alicent is married to the king. You know for a fact that Sir Otto Hightower wants his son to be named heir. And he he badgers him to the point where um, where Viserys basically says, "You're done. You're done as hand. I can't have you around. I have named Rhaenyra my heir. Not changing that." And he keeps hounding him, so he he relieves him of his duty as um, hand of the king, and he names uh, is, it, is it Lionel Strong, right, mm-hmm. the Lord of Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. He names him as his new hand. So. Uh, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. Initially, um, Sir Matt, there's, there's some good, there's some, uh, you know, good moments, I guess, between Rhaenyra and Allison. Like it's okay. She, until she has her firstborn child and stuff kind of changes there, everything, everyone plays nice. Uh, Allison Hightower kisses Rhaenyra. There's, this is her stepmother. They're accepting, but things quickly change right isn't it doesn't that feel like so much of, of the dance of
0: dragons is there you go from these moments where it's like there's animosity and there's tension and it's like it's almost like i mean it is in a way it's almost like a volcano right where it's like um okay there's like there's there's tension there's tension okay there's tension and then it all just i mean then it just explodes um i mean you can say that about a lot a lot of things i mean i feel like you know i, I feel like the war of the five kings is is there's not really really i mean it's like two moments uh and then it's just like all hell breaks loose but this is like c- crafted over years <laughs> and it's and there's, and there's and it's like oh you know and it's like okay okay and then it just explodes
1: yeah absolutely when and you actually have that same kind of thing going on with the series and damon so these two brothers like he mocks the death uh, of his of his, un, his um his infant son who was who was what he said heir for a day or heir for however many days or whatever. And he mocks mm-hmm. him in the streets. Um, and then he he's, you know, he, he kind of throws in, he he uses. So uh, Corliss Valerion again, his family was kind of passed over for Viserys in that, like when the old King decided who was going to be heir, um, you know, they, they passed over him. And so to kind of heal that, his daughter is put forward as one of those people that Viserys should marry. And again, he is slighted a little bit. So Damon Targaryen will actually, you know, when he gets, once Alice in Hightower shows up and starts having kids and he he's pushed further and further down the line, you do see kind of what you're saying is like this, um, there's a flare up and then there's, there's uh, then they reconcile and then Damon gets pissed again and then he and Viserys reconcile again. Um, so anyways, at one of these points, you know, Damon will actually go to Lord Corlys. Uh, Valerion, and he goes and does his his own uh, thing. Actually, he goes and makes war and tries to become. Well, I think he does become right air quote king of the stepstones, and mm-hmm. and has to come back and apologize for it, which is which is crazy. Uh, so yeah, it's just you're totally right that there's that back and forth between these brothers, right? And you just
0: and you just have to think about it because it, it it's one of the things that. As, as we as we know this it's really a, it's a rough outline of what happens um, again other than really Duncan Egg this is the most kind of told story it's World of Ice and Fire Fire and Blood and you get the two novellas um, but you know I mean this is one of those things where it's like okay we're well, here you know, he becomes the king of the Stepstones but. In the show, they'll be able to expand on it a lot more and say, "Well, was he taking over the stepstones to possibly launch uh, an invasion later? Like, well, if I take this, kind of like how we see with like Danny, right? Well, she mm-hmm. takes over Marine. She she's building kind of this, this, this um, uh, following and 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 army. Um, like, is that something we're gonna see as well, or is it? Well, he just kind of takes it over and yeah, my bad. So there's there's a lot of stuff that as you re- as we're reading through these tiny little paragraphs of what happens, you know, I think we need to think about like, well, what is this, this brief little time period look like if it's expanded into like four or five episodes?
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. I mean, I, I even think about, as I mentioned, um, Damon, when you see him, you know, from his point of view, again, a lot of the stuff that we, that we get is like rumors. Damon said this, did Damon actually say that it's like, he was heard mocking the King's son, in some tavern or some inn, but we know from the main series that, and where we get a lot lot more, we're actually kind of privy to a lot more points of view. And we hear dialogue from characters. um, Still stuff gets kind of construed and there's rumors and you have to worry about unreliable narrators and things like that. So uh, you got to wonder from fire and blood and from these maesters telling, retelling the story, the influence of mushroom court gestures and things like that. Like, and then also you look at who who wins, right? I mean, is there a better telling of these of these um, of this time period based upon ultimately this conflict between the blacks and the greens and who won it and who then got to kind of write that history book? Um, exactly, that's something to think about. But you're right; it's you can look at these moments and, and blow them up and expand on these and really see what this was like. We might see Damon meeting with uh, Corliss Valerian and them talking about what they're going to do. We never really see what their actual intent is going to be. Is it just to gain power and influence and, and, and what have you? The We know that the Free Cities were actually noticing a coolness between uh, the blacks and the greens. And then you've got Damon over here as this wild card building up this force and taking over a land. So it started to be this this time of tension. It's cooled back down, uh, five-year tourney uh, celebrating Allison, Hightower, and Viserys' uh, wedding, they have a, a you know five-year attorney. they get together, and Damon, uh, where we're going to leave it today is, is basically Damon kind of comes back, and he apologizes, and that tension is cooled. But you can see how, it just in part two, and as you said, with Viserys being cast, are we going to have a whole season on his his reign and his life, you know what I mean? Is that going to be the first two seasons, or how much time are we going to spend exploring his reign and watch this tension Kind of build because he is that guy you got to focus on. We're going to cover him in three parts, but this could be several seasons worth and build us to a maximum huge like big war. Right. Or you jump right to it in season one and you go into the all the stuff that happens in in the actual war. There's a lot that happens, lots of battles, yeah. lots of things to cover. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. I uh, man,
0: I don't know where I don't know where you where you go. I think you kind of go towards almost the end of his life, and then it's like just because. He, once he dies is when everything like you know uh, okay he's kind of really like the the peacekeeper you know kind of yeah somewhat loosely holding this all together before literally everything um e- e- everything breaks loose and you know the problem the the problem with this for a series um you know with Game of Thrones right everything happens in order whereas this there's a lot of time in between so they're either gonna do time jumps or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of retell it in a different way where it's all kind of one event. So we yeah. will certainly we'll certainly see as it um, as it unfolds. And and once you know, maybe once we get some more castings and we can begin to say, like, oh, how old does this guy look? You know, are they going to somebody younger because they plan on him being around for eight seasons or you know something like that? And we can begin to we can be we can begin to see. My guess is that it, 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 the show will be. Similar to Game of Thrones, probably maybe they're looking at eight seasons, 10, uh, 10 episodes a season, eight episodes a season um, somewhere somewhere in, in in that in that ballpark. Wow, that that would be that'd be great. <laughs> I'd be all for yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as would I. All right, guys, let's move on over to the reread. Uh, today we are into actually kind of a, a short chapter. Really, um, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Tyrion 9. Well, so the last time we were with Tyrion, um, Tyrion had uh, heard the news of Renly's death. He had pointed out that this is a pretty good opportunity. Maybe we can re- recruit House Tyrell um, since they were part of part of that. Um, and that can kind of help us stand against Stannis, who we will ultimately have to have to marry. Uh, Tyrion points out that Joffrey could marry Marjorie, and Cersei doesn't like this idea, but eventually agrees. Um, and that's ultimately kind of kind of where we leave it. So, uh, this chapter, Tyrion nine. Tyrion and you know, and the royal family and the retainers are at the docks to see Princess Marcella off to Dorne. Tyrion is sending some you know pe- people with her. And uh, then as they are riding back, they are accosted by a mob. So that's mm-hmm. uh, so that's where we'll go. And then Braun has an interesting idea at the end, um, you know, the, of. of Oh, my. yeah. Maybe 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 it's time for for a new king. So um, <laughs> really, I, I think we can kind of I think you can kind of split this up into about three, three segments here. Um, we used to do that back in the day. You yeah. that is? When we used to do oh, part yeah. one, part two, part three. It just depends on depending on the chapter. So, um, this chat uh this chapter, I think the first part is we should talk about Marcella being sent off to Dorne. You know, ultimately, is it a good idea by Tyrion, do you think, or or a bad idea? Should should Tyrion have sent Marcella off?
1: Yeah, uh the, I mean I think it is like, you know, it it, it is. It makes sense. I know that it kind of gets questioned what's questioned by Cersei for sure. That's just because of her attachment to her kids, not wanting them to be anywhere, uh, you know, not wanting them to be away from her, but uh, you are really kind of trying to keep Dorn from adding their numbers to Storm's End uh, or in with the Tyrells or whatever. Cause like he kind of makes this before Renly dies. And before we know what's going on with Stannis, the reason Tyrion makes this alliance is to is to ensure, hopefully, that he doesn't think Dorne is going to move. He does. He thinks that would be foolish. Um, that they're not really gonna jump into this fight. They've always been kind of separate, and like, not that they're the last to join, but they've really gotta have a good reason to, to get into the fight. And right now, it's just this. It's almost like the the other six kingdoms are doing their thing, and we're what we'll, we'll still be here. It's fine. Um, but they are laying in wait for revenge on House Lannister. So there's this irony that they get Marcella Baratheon, uh, Marcella Lannister, if you will. And. Um,
0: well, she wouldn't really be a Lannister, would she? She would be a, what is it, uh, a Hill? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm giving her, uh, you know, a little bit. I know. I know. Ter- I know we keep saying terrible that, but, you me. know,
0: technically speaking, some people have commented, some people have called us out. They're like, well, technically he'd be, a, Joffrey would be a bastard, uh-huh. so you should call him what he is.
1: Uh-huh. Although, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. All right. All right. Uh Yeah. No, yeah. Good point. I mean, so, you know, anyways, she's, I don't think, I think it is a good move at the time. Um, just, to, just to kind of make sure that they stay out of this. And it's it's a chip that says we see you staying out of this. And we're going to send you Princess Marcella. Take care of her. And it's almost like this alliance that he's that he's making. Um, because had they have joined the fight, I mean it's it's a whole another ball game. It changes everything if they if they do that. So, um, yeah. Anyways, that's my thought on on whether or not you know Dorne should whether it was a good idea or not. You know, for Tyrion.
0: I don't know how I feel about it. I I think it's I th- I think it's kind of actually. I don't know that I think it's a great idea, by by Tyrion. Even even at the time, I mean, you he, he I mean Dorne has always been their own been their own way. Um, what can you really offer Dorne, other than you offer Prince Oberyn a seat a seat at the council? Um, but do they really care? I mean, yeah, Tywin, you know, over when and Martell shows up and he wants revenge. Uh, I mean. It's 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 it just seems it seems highly unlikely that I mean I get what Tyrion's trying to do, um, I mean even even Tywin you know I I I think in uh, the show says you know don't it's not the Seven Kingdoms unless Dorne is in the, you know is it is is in the fold, um, so, so you so you you do certainly you you would certainly you would certainly want them, um, I I just think I, I think because it's Dorne and you're going to send her off. It's it's like Cersei can't really argue with it, right? Like mm-hmm. because it's hard to really go have sway over Dorn. Um but I think if it were if it were a different house, like you said we're going to marry Marcella to who knows. Um to try and form an alliance, you know, or something like that. Like let's say, let's say for example, you said uh, just I, I this would uh, let's say Robin Aaron. You say we're we're going to marry we're going to marry Marcella to Robin Aaron so we can steal the veil, you know, just Mm -hmm. hypothetical. Like would Cersei have more sway over that? Would she be able to stop him from that? Um, Do you you think that's a, that's a better idea? Um, You know, just assuming that they're neutral. I mean, obviously there's no way they would go with the Lannisters, but just as, as an example of a house, you could probably, um, you know, you know, go with or, or, or something like that. So, um, so given that I don't, I just don't know. I actually don't know if I think if I think it's a good idea by Tyrion or not. Dorne d- plays by their own rules. Um, it ultimately doesn't really go that well for a lot of reasons. Uh, obviously, <laughs> as uh, yeah. we see in the show, we see in the show that she's, um, you know, that 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 she's killed. Um, so I don't know. I don't know with, well, with this one on Tyrion. I mean, yeah, he does get her out of King's Landing, and King's Landing is ultimately attacked. But I mean, at this moment, at this time. I don't know that I can say it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. The only thing that, cause he's thinking about a couple of different things with, with Dorne here. I don't think Tyrion knew how much, um, you know, the feelings of the sand snakes towards maybe, and maybe it is somewhere later on in the series and I've missed it, but that the sand snakes had these, there's this feeling like we've waited too long. We've been in, um, you know, the snake in the grass, right. That, that we should have, we should have struck numerous times. And for some reason, Um, we haven't, and they're getting upset by that. They get, I mean, especially once Prince Oberyn shows up and is killed, they get really pissed. Um, and that's when you see all this treachery happening down there, which is what puts Marcella in a lot of danger at this time. It doesn't seem to be, uh, the case down there, but you have to know, he's a, he's a Lannister. He knows that that family hates his family and that there's some major, uh, beef between the two. He also note notes that, um, He's talking about where, he says, you know, that uh, Doran Martell has called his banners. That's what he has done. He has moved them to the high pass, and they are that's, that's about as far as he will go. And what he's doing is almost signaling to King's Landing that, like, hey, uh, these, these people who are these, these other uh, lords that are going over to Stannis, they're thinking twice, because right behind them is Doran, and no one really knows what Doran's going to do. And you know, are you going to ally yourself with House? And right now, technically, it's House Baratheon, right? It is Joffrey Baratheon. Um, so you got to remember that, even though these are all Cersei's children, uh, still that's that's something to kind of think about. Uh, so I think that is a, a, is a part of it in that he sees Doran doing that. He also knows that he won't strike. Now, interestingly, in this chapter, Tyrion says. Um, Yeah, that he won't commit to actual battle unless uh, Dorne itself is attacked, and Stannis was not so great a fool. So Stannis is not attacking Dorne. We don't even know where they stand. He's not attacking them. Uh, He said, though, or Tyrion thought this, um, though some of his bannermen may be, Tyrion reflected. I should think on that. And what that tells me is that, like, if you could stir up, some kind of fighting between um, the Stormlands, and you could get them, some of those other lords, to go attack these forces, these bannermen from Dorne that are marching up. Boy, we, we could actually, um, that could cause an issue that would then bring, if Dorne is attacked by Stannis, and they didn't mean to, well, now it's it's game over. In Tyrion's right. mind, that's another chip he can play, which is like, let's set something up where Dorne is attacked, so then they have to ally with us. So that's what he, I mean, he's definitely trying Everything he can, and they are kind of pinned in here and away from their their main fort. I mean, they don't really have a lot uh, in the way of protection. And the crazy thing is, too, is is the young wolf is driving Tywin across back to the west, so that way he can retreat back home. And it's t- it's taking Tywin further and further away from where he's at. And it is Mace Tyrell ultimately that's going to save the day, and and they're, that that is what will get, grant them a pardon and the treason that they were committing with Renly right so yeah yeah Yeah. good points good point says
0: yeah um okay uh let's move on up to let's let's dive into let's dive into the second the second part here where they are um attacked i mean every basically all all hell breaks loose right They're, they're riding through and things are beginning to be to be thrown at them um and then And then Joffrey is demanding that the hound just basically go through and kill. Just, I mean, just go kill. I don't care who it was.
1: I want, I want, just, just start carving through people. Right, right, right. So I want, I don't know why we haven't gotten a raven on this from anybody, but I, and we haven't, not from a single person. I want a detailed raven or theory on who threw it. Who threw it? Who threw, (laughs) I mean, just a wad of just, you know, dung. Yeah, and hits him right in the face. Hits Joffrey right in the face. They're looking around. He was like, "Who threw? Bring me that man. I want Was it Jack Hagar? Was Indeed. it Pharrell? Was he still walking around? Eddard Stark. Who is the guy throwing? I'll shit tell you what, it, From if the, the hound from if, the roof.
0: If the if the hound finds out who it is, that is he's
1: definitely going to become a faceless man. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too yeah, bad. True. That's true. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was like, yeah, it's, it's it's wild. Um, it's a sad scene, you know. Everyone's coming up and they're wanting Joffrey's such. And I, I know he's it's, you know, he's he's a young kid, he's whatever. But I mean, he's meant to be a villain in this story. And you see, he doesn't even I mean Sansa is even telling him. So they're leaving. They've seen Marcella off. They're they're coming back, and there's this woman who brings up her dead child and is mm-hmm. presenting it to them as just like, and I I need help. I mean. Um, and wanting something, some con- something from the Septon, from whoever, and she's just kind of, um, you know, she, she's in, it's, it's a trauma for her. and It is. when she's almost dismissed uh, or it's said that there's nothing we can do to help her, she just starts yelling at the queen and, and calling her a lot of bad names, a lot of bad names. And that kind of starts it. You can feel this ripple of tension going through the city, they also know that food is is short. Uh, Lord Giles has been instrumental in bringing in food and resources back into the city. But, um, I mean, they're, they're, it's tense. They want bread. They're, they're, and, and all Joffrey's willing to do is offer them coin. No one's offering them food or bread, which is, you know, Marjorie later on will realize these people are yes. hungry. You know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. gets that. She sees it. Um, Cersei does, but I don't think there's anything that she can do at this point in time. She's just trying to keep everyone fed. And then, oh God, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. Like their priorities are, are, are a little off and he's wanting to pay someone, what is it? A hundred dragons for somebody to go mm-hmm. find that guy who threw, you know, who threw and nobody And him. nobody's willing to even turn him in. I mean, that, that's a pretty, that's oh, a pretty yeah. telling thing. Right. Right. Yeah. The, that. the, the feeling on the Royal family is pretty, pretty bad. And you know, they lay it all at Tyrion's feet. Like mm-hmm. it, up at the end of this, we kind of find out like, oh, they, you point at the, that's what they call him, the imp, or they, they, well, you know, they, they, they just trash talk Tyrion, and he's doing all the things to like protect the city. We know that, so it's like frustrating because we see it through Tyrion's eyes, and we understand where he's at and what he's doing. We know who the true villains really are—true, air quote, true villains—and so the small folk. I want the small folk to direct their anger at the right people, and when they don't, I'm like, God dang it, this sucks because. If they were only mad at Cersei or only mad at Joffrey, we'd be like, oh, that makes... But, I mean, they're they're the small folk. They don't know what's going on inside the, you know, the actual keep, so...
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things I like about um, this section of the chapter is it's one of these things where Ger has been telling us uh, that something like this would happen, but we just, we don't even think about it. We just dismiss it a lot, right, because, well, you know, we keep hearing... Oh, there's unrest. There's no food, the war, the streets, you know, like it, there's little lines all the way throughout up into this chapter that, that something like this could happen like there, that. And then really it catches us by surprise. I mean, cause it's just like, it, and then it happens, right. Where it's like, okay, they are going through the streets. And the next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. Right. And you're, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, well, he's told us that it's, it's happening. It's happening, but there's, it's never been in our face. And then it is really in Joffrey's face. Yes. Uh, so, 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 I mean, yeah. and, and, that, and so, so this is one of those things with Gurr where it's like even even a chapter like this is why we have to pay attention to everything that he says multiple times because this is how he writes. And the next thing you know, it's something way bigger than just a, a tiny little scene in a chapter. It's, you know, a yeah. big mega mega theory that we've all been speculating on for years.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, because you, you would think uh, we're almost lulled into this sense of, like, though these characters are totally safe. It's what's going to kill these characters is going to be a king or a king's army, not their own small folk, right? That's not going to mm-hmm. happen. Like, Sansa's not going to die. At that. Really? And then it almost happens, and you can we, we feel it, you know, through Cersei and Joffrey. And Joffrey, at one point, for, is freaking out, riding around, uh, just shouting for people to, you know, to be... Killed and Tyrion's trying. He can smell the disaster, and he tells Clegane to leave off. The man is long fled. Uh, Joffrey won't let it go. And then this is where I thought it was. Uh, I had a thought during our reread where I was like, "Did are there agents planted in the city to cause some unrest like this? Like does Rob, Stannis, and Renly did they have agents planted in the city? Because you hear these shouts of King Rob, the Young Wolf." Then on one mm-hmm. side, you hear, Renly! And then mm-hmm. on, then down the road, you hear, Stannis! And it's like, now wait a second. It just takes one person far off who, you, you know, and, and you, you shout it, and then you run. You know what I mean? And you're just doing it to simply cause a riot. You know, that's another way. And he, also, you know who else could have been behind it? Varys. Yes. I mean, depending on these motives and, and who wants to start stuff, you know, you want chaos. We ultimately see that he is this person who was, He's completely fine with Cersei making a mess of things. And he doesn't like when Tywin shows up and, and presents order or even Tyrion's trying to do to his best uh, of his ability, bring order and stability in. And then Kevin Lannister, I mean, off with all of those guys. Get them out. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason he helped Tyrion is because he wanted he he liked him and he said, I want you out of I want you out yeah. of King's Landing. You know. So yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's I it kinda had a thought, you know, maybe something like that yeah. could have happened.
0: Right. OK. So, um, well, that it's really good that you bring up Ferris because that takes us to really the final the final kind of part of of, of the chapter. Right. Which is, you know, later it's discovered. Right. You know that some of the stuff that happened. I'll, I'll just read read the summary here. Uh, Preston Greenfield, Aaron Santagar and the High Septim lost their lives.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: because yes. um, there's there was like there's also like a fire has broken out in the city. And so, I mean, it's it's a lot bigger than in the show where in the show is just like that one thing. And it just seems bad. Um, um, you have Lady Tanda's daughter, Lolly's, is found to be alive, but she had been raped by yeah. a lot of yeah. men. Yeah. Um, just leave it at that. Um, Tyrion's cousin Tyreek is, mi- is missing. Tyrion wants his cousin found mostly because the boy's father, Tiget, uh, was always kind to Tyrion. Uh, he's yeah. dismayed to learn about Jocelyn uh, Bywater and that many of the c- cities watch, uh, and the common folk consider him to be the problem and would revolt given the chance. Um, later, Braun remarks, while Varys is in the room, that things would be a lot easier if Tommen were king. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so a lot a lot there. I mean, you know, the, like, the idea we, we lose some people. Sansa is lost. I mean, you get this in uh, a really cool situation, too, where um, they realize they've possibly lost one of their biggest bargaining chips in, in Mm -hmm. Sansa. And the Hound thankfully went after her, found her, brings her back. She's in shock. But Tyrion has for a split second is like, that's why he kicks and slaps Joffrey because he's like, we just lost the one thing that we could have traded for Jamie. You idiot. And Cersei doesn't Mm -hmm. even quite realize it yet. And then she's like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? And then she, I think she's starting to kind of slowly realize like my son, is caused by his actions what he he is je- he is re- jeopardizing our safety and getting my brother back getting Jamie Lannister back and and Tyrion sees it and he points it out first and I think she starts it kind of dawns um on her um but you know they then get to since Sansa is saved and he, she's saved so quickly and Sandor comes back in with her it's almost like now you can kind of say how dare you Tyrion you know, strike the right. king and that kind of, thing, which will come up later. But you're, you're right. Uh, Bywater uh, goes out, and that's that's sort of Tyrion's guy. Uh, we got to pay attention to him. He's someone who Tyrion feels um, he replaced Slint, and um, that's someone who is more loyal to to Tyrion. So Tyrion's kind of keeping track of these people who agents he can trust, um, people who are in his pay or in his service. Uh, he has wonderings about whether or not he should have more ears and eyes like Varis. And stop. He says he relies. Too much on Varus. And by the end, you're, you're right. Varus now is privy to some stuff that Braun has said to him about maybe replacing the king. And that yeah. could come back to hurt him later on. Um, you know, even though it's Braun who's kind of in, you know, bringing that up, it's like, well, you didn't say, you didn't speak against it. I mean, you're, and you also, your actions kind of show that you're not happy with, with Joffrey. You make a, I mean, they go back and fight. They have these verbal kind of Tyrion can't watch his tongue and he just he he lashes back at Joffrey and it all will build up and it will work against him eventually but yeah i mean it's just some, some heartbreaking moments um for some individuals that well for you know for 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 Lady Tanda and and for others who go out and they, they are either um lost or uh some bad things happen to them and so that sucks but uh yeah they ultimately get in here and they they realize that um Joffrey's just kind of well, one thing that was interesting is Tyrion hints at uh, a little foreshadowing. There, a fire as you said, a fire broke out, and he said, "Gods be good! If that fire reaches the wildfire, this whole place is going up." Yeah, I mean, because it'll just a chain reaction, and he, we are done. It will explode like we've never seen before. So he was like, I mean, he was urgent in getting all of the water wagons there, put that out. Let's go nuts on that, and because uh, again, that could have been. And it just, it just is foreshadowing to all the stuff that, you know, the wildfire that's left over in the city. Well, I mean, and again, you brought this up, Matt, like the idea that sometimes George will foreshadow something that happens later in this book and also something Mm -hmm. foreshadow something that will happen later in the series. He does it Mm -hmm. with, with that reference where Tyrion talks about wildfire. He's doing both. He's reminding you it's there. It's going to come up immediately in this book. I'm foreshadowing towards the end of this book, but I'm also, uh, foreshadowing towards something at the very end of the series. You've mentioned it multiple times. It's in phases. He can see that far ahead, and I, I think that's the beauty of his writing. So yeah, 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 absolutely,
0: yeah. And you know, it's just interesting, right? Here, also keep in mind, we're talking, we're now talk, beginning to foreshadow about maybe Joffrey isn't the answer. Maybe, maybe it's yeah. time. Maybe it's time to get Joffrey gone. And remember, in the in the books, we still don't know who killed Joffrey, right? I don't think we do. Am I, correct me if I'm I'm wrong on that. I mean, you don't actually hear in the show until season seven <laughs> right. when lady Olena um says oh i want i want cersei to know it was me yeah that was the one that that i love that, those that, that, memes that killed joffrey those memes are hilarious <laughs> <Those> it, is, <laughs> so it, is, it is the shades are, on it is. and she's <laughs> oh yeah it would tell cersei it was me yeah yeah i mean so we we still don't know i mean heck in the, I mean, i I think it's like I think it's most likely that she's ultimately the one who did it in 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 the books as well. And if I'm wrong, correct me. I mean, maybe there, maybe I'm miss maybe I'm missing a line, or maybe I'm just not remembering. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm always willing to say that I might be mistaken on on something. I could be having an Ezra moment. Um and yeah. uh <laughs> and so, but it's just good to see that we're we're beginning to get this right now. Um. Because I, I have to admit, honestly, Joffrey's death is one of the deaths that I, it, I mean, it catch, I think it catches you out of, out of left field when it happens. Because it happens early in A Storm of Swords slash season three, I think, either season three or season four. Um, it, I mean, and you're just like, wow, I thought that would happen way later.
1: Uh, yeah. And, and so, yeah. Um, yeah. You're just asking like, like, yeah. So in, in the book, I mean, what the, the strong indication is that like Serdantos gives Sansa the hairnet piece right? and serdantos is hired by Peter Baelish. But what you find out in the show later on is it's not that straightforward. We're led to kind of believe, well, it was only, was it only Baelish or was Baelish working with someone else? And that's where you get the Tyrells kind of, you get the questioning of Sansa, is Joffrey fit? Is he a good, you know, you know, and you get this whole thing here. Wouldn't Tommen be better? And that's what the Tyrells figure out. Tommen would be a lot better. Um, And so Sansa is again used, um, you know, for a poisoning, you know, and and it's the the hairnet uh, piece there. So it's not explicitly said like it is in the show. But um, it's it's you can you can imagine that there was some coordination. Um, now people always throw in the theory as to you know Tywin being involved mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which I I don't, I don't know about I you know that that kind of stuff. But uh, Baelish, you know, orchestrating giving that piece that that hair piece through Serdantos to Sansa, her being at the wedding. But then, what, were the Tyrells also talking to to Baelish to set some of that up and and uh, or was yeah. money exchanged?
0: Wait, um, let, let's. Uh, as can we can we dive down that for a second? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, can 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 we dive down down that question, uh, with the question being, was Tywin involved in Joffrey's death? I mean, I think I think when you think about you know the purple wedding and what ultimately ends up happening, um, and of course the show, it's Elena Tyrell. We we we, we see that. Um, but uh, I think would does Tywin think that he that Tommen would be easier or Joffrey would be easier um i almost think Tywin i think knows he would have an easier time with Joffrey because he can just impose fear into him i mean those scenes in the show of Tywin just telling Joffrey off are some of the most <laughs> badass scenes in the entire in the, in the entire show. I mean, when he is just like, I mean, he's t- I mean, Joffrey, you see him, he's like beginning to cower, like he is so clearly afraid of of Tywin. Um when he's talking to Tommen, you know, he he kind of talks to him in 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 obviously a very different way. Um, maybe he thinks Tommen is just young, maybe he thinks he's incompetent, I don't know. Um you know, you know because show Tommen is a little bit older than book Tommen, so you you have that as well. Um so I don't know. I I don't know if I think that it, but I think it might be possible as that Tywin would have actually preferred Joffrey. Uh yeah, I mean
1: so uh maybe may, may maybe um I I don't know. I I know that he does sort of um scold Cersei a little bit and just like this is he's out of control. I mean, he at least is there and and maybe he can correct him and 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 you know, make make that adjustment. I don't think Tywin is not the type of guy who wants to waste any resources, so I think you're right in that. Like, uh, like even Tyrion, that matters. Tyrion bears the Lannister name, and he's going to fight. Mm-hmm. A, he would fight a war to get Tyrion yes. back. He would go to war and say, "No, you're not you're not touching my family." So I don't think he would be, um, you know, even leaning towards. Yeah, maybe I know that's happening, and I'm going to let it happen. I think it was done completely without his knowledge, and they went around him. Um, the only thing, and I, I'm just, I think I, when Baelish starts to kind of tell Sansa later on, um, like start, you know, remember in the show, he sort of really reveals who he is, what he's been doing, the whole death scene, all that kind of stuff. He starts to realize that, um, he insinuates that it was Olena and that, and that she was the one who did the poisoning. So he makes that kind of, um. That basically when she adjusted Sansa's hairnet, that she plucked something from it and that she she herself placed that in, like, basically the poison was delivered to her through Sansa. Mm-hmm. And then she took it and then places it in the drink. I don't know, you know, I, I know the show confirms that, but it is interesting, like, the, and it's just interesting uh, because... That's bold. And it, like, like one of the things is I, I also think it makes sense because she is older. It almost reminds me of, um, Mr. Crescent, you know, going after Melisandre and, and yes. attempting to poison Melisandre to say, I'm doing, I'm old. I'm going to be out of this game and, and, and I'm going to, I'm willing. I'm at the end here. And what I want to do is I want to set Stannis up for success. He doesn't need Melisandre in his life. Let me try to poison this, this witch and it doesn't work out. And he's killed. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if um, Olena says same thing. Sacrifice for my granddaughter. She's not going to be with that monster. And having talked, because she's gathering tons of intel. Um, let's just say some of the Tyrell girls are also gathering intel in different ways. In bedrooms and so on. And they're figuring out who Joffrey is. So to me, it does make sense. I think it is one of those reveals that like even though in the books it's sort of uh, nodded at slightly... It could have gone. It it could you know I don't know. So, I mean, he pretty much says it to to Sansa, but it's right. not. It's one of the things you can still question. Totally can still yeah. question. But dude, I like that. Like when people throw out Tywin, I I, I go back to Tyrion and I say, man, it, they look what he did for Tyrion. I think he would he, he would have said, I'm going to straighten out my grandson. I'm going to straighten mm-hmm. him out. I'm the hand. He's a regent at that point. Joffrey is not of age. He can just be the regent and he's in control. So right. I think you're right. yeah. Yeah,
0: Tyrion, or Tywin, excuse me, for me, is he is just the most interesting character because he does things where I honestly believe, and I I do honestly believe that that when he appoints Tyrion as king, it's not because Tyrion's his only option. I think he, he or not as, as Hand of the King, excuse me, when he appoints Tyrion as Hand of the King, um, because he specifically says, don't take your whore to court, I believe it's almost like this is... Here you. Go. This is a test. If you, if you know, if you go about this the way I tell you, then, you know, I will. You'll be in my favor. Um, and Tyrion chooses not, not, not to, not to do that. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm with you in the idea that I, I don't, I don't think Tywin would kill Joffrey. Um, yeah. And I guess that also kind of comes down to: Do you think because he's never, he's, he's never. He's never killed Tyrion. He's put him in harm's way before, but I don't yeah, yeah. think he's ever, I don't think he's honestly ever put Tyrion in a situation in which Tyrion would die. Um, cause so I think he, yeah. he's, he's he, while he underestimates Tyrion a couple times, I think he, he still, he still's never, he, I mean, he's, he's obviously had plenty of chances just to flat out kill Tyrion and he's, and he's, and he's clearly just never, you know, never done it. Um, so now with the stakes being higher, yeah, I, I just I don't see I don't see him killing Joffrey. Um, as you're right, I also think that he does not believe. I don't I don't. It's so hard. Do, do you know does does Tywin believe that Joffrey's a bastard? Do, do you think he actually knows Ty- oh. that or Joffrey is a bastard, or do you think he just chooses to disbelieve it?
1: I I think you know like maybe. He might have suspected at one point, just said, like, 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 as a father would, no, nah, there's no way, but, mm, okay, and then just kind of, you know, moves on, and then once it's, like, proclaimed to the realm, he, he knows, you know, you I mean, he, he does, he, I, I think he doesn't want to believe it, and to him, I also think sh- he says, doesn't matter to me, does, d- doesn't yeah. matter, because it's about my family's legacy, and it's even more so, like like you said, he, he would almost rather Tyrion die in battle, then be taken captive and him not do so it's all about their honor their name legacy that that prevailing and and you know um being upheld over over you know uh so i don't know yeah that that's that's a
0: he's such an interesting
1: character he's such right uh, i mean even when he even when he i mean
0: he is he he is he's one of those like i know what's best for you characters which is great i mean he's I'm glad that he's he has that and he's such a strong such a, a unique character in the in the thing. He's almost like some people might criticize me for saying this. He's almost like a better version of Stannis. Uh to be to be honest, that hard, rough-nosed, except Stannis is more like in his own mind I'm doing what's morally right, whereas Tywin is like I'm doing what's right for my family. I don't care, you know, who He's like a bulldozer. I don't care who is in my way. It you know it doesn't matter. Um, he obviously makes very smart, very well calculated um, decisions, and it is ultimately what is going to be best for my family. What you know, what is going to put them in in the position to succeed. I mean, him even wanting to marry uh, Cersei off to Loras Tyrell. I mean, that's a that's a good move. I mean, it's yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be with you're gonna be with the second most rich family uh yeah. in 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 the realm although really they're kind of the most rich family in the realm people just don't you know because remember the gold mines are drying up and stuff so right, right, right um so a very powerful family you're gonna you're gonna take them off the chessboard as a family that's trying to rise up and over and overtake us have an amazing alliance to our next door neighbor Uh, and it's going to be very powerful. He's obviously, he's a skilled knight. Everyone, everyone says he's like this gorgeous guy. I mean, who else, I mean, who else would, you know, who else should Cersei marry? Right. I mean, I mean, clearly I know she just doesn't want to marry again, but if, if Cersei has to marry again, which she should, I mean, that's, that's the, the smart decision to make. Who else is there? I mean yeah. there's 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 not a, there's not a lot of other suitors out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know the, and, the, and a slight like yeah, difference between Book could show... I mean, yeah, that that's a good point. It's it totally from Tywin's perspective is this is this scheming, setting her up with different people, you know, and and trying to make these alliances just like Tyrion, you know, you're trying to secure your family's legacy, make these alliances two things. So, Elena um another thing she didn't want was so um Sir Loras is going to be a member of, uh, was going to be a member of the, of the Kingsguard near his sister. So that way, I mean, he was part of the rainbow guard, right? He's going to be there. So that way he can kill, uh, or she was worried that if Joffrey was cruel to Marjorie, he might kill Joffrey. And you would have another like a uh, Kingslayer situation, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then, and then so, and then, so yeah, they want to marry um, Cersei into the Tyrell family. Well, And it's like, it's like, that's a good move. That's a that's a great move because I mean it it sure is that family up. It's it's like Elena was kind of saying when like Baelish is hinting later on in the series that like if they are we're going to make this alliance. It was almost like I, I wish we all could have been at that Bitterbridge meeting where you saw the original talks between Baelish and and Olenna and Mace and all this kind of stuff because it seems like Baelish was planting these rumors that Joffrey's evil. And Olenna's kind of saying, "Well, we don't have to marry Joffrey, we could marry Tommen. Not that she said that, I don't, it doesn't explicitly say that, but that's what Baelish hints at, you know what I'm saying, is that he's hinting at this was sort of my involvement, and it's like an eye-opening moment for Sansa, whether it's true or not, Um. again, it's all coming from Baelish's perspective, well, boom, there th- There it is, we're kind of like, all right, wow, Um. that could be it's, it's a development moment for her. It's a reveal on question. It's an answer to some questions, air quote answer to questions that some of us have had about his death and what was going, you know, what was going on around that time. But yeah, she's, she's simply saying, Hey, an exchange here. Like it's nothing against the Lannister family. It's just what's good for my family. Uh, making an alliance with house Lannister is a good thing, but I also want my, I don't want my grandson. I don't want to put him in a position where he might kill Joffrey. Based upon these bad rumors I've heard, and I don't want my granddaughter to have to go through this torment that Sa- that Sansa has had to go through. So that's really where, and that's why I mean, I, I know that's why George gets a little bit upset when when the show came out and revealed some of these things, where he's just like, you know, because um, like we we see her death in the show, like, right. and you know, we see her kind of make that epic you confirm something. Cause that's the thing is sometimes a character will, will reveal quote, reveal something to us. But then we learn later, we're still almost like, it's not a concrete reveal. Like we want to hear, we need to almost have everybody in the same room to say, all right, Elena is that true? Did, did what actually did you say to Baelish and, or was he the one pushing for it? And you just said, yeah, that sounds good to me. Or, you know, the whole thing. So we haven't really got to that point yet in the books where we're going to get everyone, you know, to, to confirm certain, pieces and parts because sometimes that would be conflicting no that was all Baelish you know or no that was someone else uh but in this situation yeah I think it's I think it's Elena. so but yeah, yeah. man it's a good thought it's 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 one we used to get ravens about Tywin and whether or not he turned a blind eye did he just know it was going on and did he turn and and say I know it's happening but I'm not going to do anything to stop it I don't think so I don't yeah. think so I think he would have stopped it that's his family he showed that with with Tyrion so okay Okay, all right, guys. Um that is our show
0: for today, guys. Uh let us know. What do you guys think? I mean, did Tywin know? I think that's I think that's I think that's a great question and I know I'd love to get some res- some responses on that. Did Tywin yeah. know about jo- uh, Joffrey? Did he did he let it happen or was he involved or would he have tried to stop it? Yeah. Um so you know that can kind of be our 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 question for you guys, uh, with with that for this week. So again, um, there's a Patreon episode coming out, um, on Val and Jon Snow. I think it's yes. I think it's gonna be pretty interesting, and a lot of people love when we talk about Val. Um, and then again, Bannerman, stay ready. Uh, just. Just, yeah just heads up just a heads up just you heads know. up so yep. that's all i yep. all i can say be 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 at the guard so um stay tuned for that so we want to thank you for playing the game of thrones in our next episode we will be discussing chapter 42 davos 2 of a clash of kings
1: absolutely if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com we will see you in a week and remember that winter is coming.